The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A new poll of registered Virginia voters finds the electorate is mixed on Governor Glenn Youngkin's approach to taxes. Although his proposal to repeal the grocery tax is popular, most Virginians appear to want more state spending instead of lighter taxes. Patrick Larson reports. The Watson Center at Christopher Newport University surveyed more than 700 registered voters on a range of Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposals. The poll found that nearly half of those voters want to see a full repeal of the grocery tax. On the same question, about a quarter of respondents say low-income Virginians should receive a tax credit. But when it comes to Virginia's multi-billion dollar surplus, voters seem to disagree with the governor, who is pushing to double the standard deduction to lower individual tax burdens. Almost 60 percent of those polled say they want to see the surplus money spent on underfunded programs like education, public safety, and social services, rather than cutting taxes. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The General Assembly's finance committees are proposing big spending increases for public schools in the state budget, including a $2 billion program to update schools. But according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, both chambers went in different directions when it came to pay raises for teachers and other public employees. The House of Delegates recommended 4% raises and 1% bonuses, while the Senate suggested 5% raises with an added $1,000 bonus. The two committees also varied on how to handle Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed tax cuts. Lawmakers have until March 12 to work out these differences in the two-year state budget. Virginia lawmakers made a major change to a bill aimed at combating hazing on college campuses. The legislation would have made it a felony if a hazing incident resulted in a death or serious injury. It also gives students immunity if they try to help a victim get medical attention. Yesterday, a panel of state senators stripped the felony charge out of the proposal. Advocates say students involved with hazing need to face harsher punishments. Multiple bills are being considered by lawmakers after the death of Adam Oakes. He was a Virginia Commonwealth University student who died last year from alcohol poisoning after allegedly being hazed at a fraternity party. Members of the Virginia House of Delegates killed legislation that would have given localities the option to ban the use of coal tar sealants. As VPM News intern Megan McIntyre reports, advocates say using this product is still a concern for consumers and the environment. Coal tar-based sealant is a thick black liquid used in many parking lots, driveways, and playgrounds as a way to protect underlying asphalt. As the sealant wears over time, Dust containing a toxic chemical called PAH can end up in rivers, streams, and be tracked into homes. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, someone living next to coal tar seal coating is 38 times more likely to get cancer in their lifetime. Rob Archie is a third-generation sealant industry contractor from Nevada. He supported Virginia's bill and has backed similar legislation in other states. When you know something can cause damage, it's time to say goodbye. Despite concerns about health and environmental impacts, critics say a bill on these sealants is not necessary. While Virginia's proposed ban was killed this year in the General Assembly, 
Other areas, like Washington, D.C., Washington State, and Minnesota, prohibit using these products. Megan McIntyre, VPM News. This report was done in partnership with Virginia Commonwealth University's Capital News Service. The Virginia Employment Commission's backlog of unemployment reports and claims during the pandemic has dropped by nearly 89 percent. Governor Glenn Youngkin's office made the announcement yesterday, highlighting how fixing this problem was one of the administration's main priorities when it took office. Dealing with the backlog was also a big focus for former Governor Ralph Northam. He signed an executive order last year directing the commission to hire more staff and to fix the state's unemployment insurance system. For more information on pending claims, go to the website vec.virginia.gov or call 866-832-2363. A $5 million grant has been awarded to a project aimed at restoring an 18th century schoolhouse in Williamsburg. The Bray School is believed to be the oldest school in the country that was dedicated to educating black children. The Williamsburg Bray School project focuses on preserving and relocating the building. The grant, awarded by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation, will support the project as part of an initiative to reimagine the way U.S. history is told. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs)